everyone, I'm Ronnie Remy, and today on the Gear.com show, I had the chance to catch up with Devin Logan ahead of her final competitions of the season. Devin is a two-time Olympian and an Olympic silver medalist from the Slope Styles event at Sochi in 2014. Devin is a veteran in freestyle skiing, having participated in 11 X Games competitions in both slope style and superpipe, and she's achieved multiple X Games podiums. It was great getting to hear about her experiences and how things have changed for her this season. I hope you enjoy. Hey, Devin, uh, thanks for coming on. Um, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm in Park City, Utah, as we speak. Um, it's a really nice sunny day. We've been going through a couple storm cycles, but getting some sunny days and some training in before heading to the next competition. Awesome. Cool. And uh, I believe you already had uh, a competition this season? Yeah, we had X Games uh, at the end of January, so that was our first competition of the year. It's been a interesting year with everything going on, but happy to get one under our belts. How did that go for you? Uh, it went really well. I ended up placing fifth in the women's halfpipe event, um, landed all my runs, four runs, so it was like a jam format, which is nice, so you got more runs in case you messed up, but I ended up landing all four runs with the tricks I wanted to do, which I was happy about just because we haven't had competitions. So kind of getting the butterflies out. Wow. Congrats. That's awesome. Um, so like how has the pandemic changed your kind of schedule day to day and and even just your season and and preseason? Yeah, I mean, it's been an interesting one um, this year, at least for the U.S. competitors. We were supposed to be able to qualify for the Olympics this year, but with everything going on um, and events getting canceled, it's kind of been at a standstill, but it is what it is. You got to kind of roll with the punches. Um, luckily, we've been able to get in a few training camps, which have been nice, um, so kind of a little less stressful and in that regard, just because you're able to go to a training camp and focus on certain goals and not feel pressured to, you know, do six things within the week and then go into the competition like the following week. So it's kind of been nice and spending a lot of time here in Park City, which is unusual for my winters. Usually I'm living out of a suitcase, but it's been nice to just, you know, have a routine. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, are, usually are your comps kind of spread out worldwide, and, and this year they, they seem to be more centered in the U.S.? Um, for a halfpipe, they're mostly in the U.S. or Canada-based. Um, usually we start the season off at Copper, Colorado, um, just because they have one of the first halfpipes up. Um, in October, we were in Sasfe, Switzerland, so that was really nice to you know, have a bit of normal camp because we usually go there in like October time. Um, but yeah, are we copper got canceled mammoth ended up getting canceled and luckily X games was still on, on the books and they were able to get us tested and feel safe while competing. And then, um, we were supposed to be in world champs right now in China and (laughs) clearly that's not happening, but, um, they were able to push it back to Aspen. So headed to, Aspen here soon for world champs and then an Olympic qualifier. So awesome. Cool. Um, well, good luck with, with that. And, uh, Thank you. uh, can you 
just tell me a little bit about how you got into um, half pipe and, and skiing in general and a bit about your backstory. Yeah. Um, so originally I grew up skiing on the East Coast in southern Vermont in Mount Snow. Um, my older brothers are professional free skiers as well. They do now more of the of the backcountry filming aspect of skiing, which is awesome. Um, so I kind of followed in their footsteps growing up, going to competitions, and I started competing in moguls and big air and even did acro ballet skiing when I was young. I started competing when I was six years old, which is kind of crazy now. Um, and I ended up, again, following their footsteps, attending Mount Snow Academy, which definitely helped my skiing and ability progress pretty quickly just because you have half days with one-on-one tutors and then half days on snow, which is really nice going from a weekend warrior to skiing full-time. And then, yeah, after high school, I actually moved to Park City, Utah to join the U.S. free skiing team. Um, I've competed in both halfpipe and slope style, but now focusing on halfpipe now. Um, And then I attended the 2014 Olympics in Russia, where I actually won the silver medal in slope style. And then um, in 2018, I went to South Korea for the Olympics and competed in actually both halfpipe and slope style, which was a huge goal of mine. Um, Didn't necessarily get the results I wanted to, but it is what it is. And yeah, trying to go for a third Olympics in halfpipe in 2022 in Beijing. So Let's still doing go. it, still loving it. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Uh, well, that's quite the resume you've got. <laughs> and uh, so, so you've been doing this for quite a while now. Is Has the team changed uh, kind of since you started at the U.S. ski team uh, to now? Yeah, um, it's changed a lot. I went from like a 18 year old rookie competing with, you know, people I've looked up to like Jen Hudak, uh, Christy Leskinen, um, Jess, now her name's Reedy now, but Jess Cummings um, competed against Sarah Burke and, you know, kind of starstruck back in the day. And now I feel like I'm the veteran of the sport and 28 years old now and have been on the team. I mean, nine, 10 years, which is kind of wild to think about. And um, seeing the next generation of female skiers come up through the ranks has been pretty awesome and hopefully been one to inspire them. So role reversal is kind of crazy. Yeah, you're taking on the uh, pressure of uh, bringing up the the next group at this point, huh? (laughs) Yeah, definitely trying to teach them, you know, the ways of what free skiing was back in the day, because it's definitely progressed and changed in the last 10 years, at least in my career, going from, you know, X Games being the top tier competition um, to now our events being an Olympic sport. So seeing just the camaraderie of women's free skiing, especially, and the progression of that has been awesome and been a part of that. But, you know, trying to instill that, skiing's fun you know there are still things to things more than just winning competitions you know trying to tell them you know 10 percent rule <laughs> spend 10 percent of your winnings on your friends you know um there's still fun to be had it's not all competitions and winning and anything like that so yeah for sure that's i i haven't heard that but that's a great mentality <laughs> yeah. i like that 
Um, so as an Easterner that's moved out West, could you ever see yourself going back to the East or have, have the mountains just like truly drawn you in? Yeah, I am spoiled now. <laughs> I understand <laughs> what everyone says about, you know, West Coast skiing. I mean, I love that I grew up skiing on the East Coast. Those are my roots. And I, you know, I say if you can grow up skiing on ice, you can ski on anything. And that's really kind of what I'm about. Definitely created that like core mentality, that toughness in me. Um, and now I've been out in Park City the last 10 years. I actually bought some property out here a couple years ago and plan on kind of building a house out here sooner rather than later. But um, yeah, it's so nice. The difference between, you know, sunny days today and, you know, almost high of 40s to where it's sunny days back on the east. But it the wind chill, you're just like, I, I can't do this. I need to add more layers. Yeah. But um, I my parents are still back east, so I get to go back and my mom's actually still in Mount Snow and works there. So um, I haven't been able to get back since last March before everything happened um, with the shutdowns. But uh, I love going back there and skiing Mount Snow in my home terrain park of Corinthia. So it brings back really good memories. But uh, I can't foresee me going back anytime soon. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I am also an Easterner that's a converted now uh, Westerner. So... <laughs> um uh as a faction athlete um like how did that relationship start how did you get introduced to faction and and uh you know start repping for them um it was after the 2014 olympics um i kind of parted ways with my previous sponsor and was looking for new ski sponsors um and faction um, being kind of a, a new company in the industry, like new, <laughs> um, of course, having the big names like Candied, you're like, okay, I, I trust this. I want to ride it and heard a bunch of good things. And I actually got started because Factions, um, their U.S. headquarters were out of Colorado. So um, kind of got to know some of the people working out of that office um, while I was doing Dutour out in Breckenridge and it just kind of all happened from there, which has been awesome. And they've been supporting me ever since, um, especially just being the athlete I am, um, doing both half pipe and slope style back then. Um, I needed more of a half pipe ski, you know, so they were willing to work with me to produce, you know, a more half pipe prone ski where it's more, um, like stiffer in the tail and the tip, uh, a little bit camber, what they're not really known for, you know, but uh, now our relationship has developed and riding all their skis has been awesome. You know, I have my go-to competition skis, but their touring skis, their backcountry skis are so awesome. So I'm really happy to still be with them. Yeah. That, I, they're a great company. That's uh, quite you know, it's amazing that you have the relationship that you do with them and, and what, like, what are you most grateful for, for working with them? Like, is it, you know, just their general all around good vibe or is there like a specific ski that you just fell in love with or, you know, what, what is it that like, you know, makes you most excited to, to be a faction athlete? 
Well, I remember a couple of years ago, I actually got to go on a trip uh, to Verbier for my first time and kind of see their headquarters based out of there and ski Verbier with them um, and catching the end of the free ride world tour out there. So, but just how they've grown and developed with athletes throughout their history. I mean, it's not a long history, but again, the lists of athletes keeps going and growing, um, especially on the women's side. You know, they have heavy hitters like myself, Kelly Sildrew, uh, Mathilde, uh, Julia Tano. I mean, and then you have the backcountry females that are slaying the podium still today. So, you know, it's a ski that's trustworthy and the best of the best are on them. So you really can't ask for much more. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. There's a lot of big names that uh, are... Uh on the faction team. It's quite a group of you. Um, what, yeah. yeah. What's your favorite mountain? Um, I mean, I gotta say my favorite mountain is Mount Snow just cause I have so many memories there. But if I were to say like on the West coast here, um, my brother is, uh, skied at Mammoth mountain for a long time and I've spent a lot of time there and just a bunch of different terrain, but Again, you can't really compare to anything in the U.S., I don't feel, than, you know, the Alps. It's just every time I go over to Europe, pictures don't do it justice. It's just like a painting and, and coming, again, being an East Coast girl, you never really realize, like, hopefully you get there one day, but then you finally do, and you're just, like, astonished, and just the terrain and what they have there is impeccable. So, I mean... Anytime I get to travel, hopefully soon again, um, to Europe, it's always fun to check out new resorts and things like that. Yeah, that's so true. As an as an Easterner, I feel like uh, we're, we're almost lucky that we didn't grow up with those mountains because we're forever going to be in awe of them. And I've, I've often wondered if the people that grew up with mountains or, or the people from the West or, you know, got used to them. I mean, I, I can't imagine it's like possible to truly you know, get used to them. But as an Easterner, I think we're, we're constantly just marveling at, at the extraordinary scene in front of us. <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, I've traveled the world for so many years being a competitive skier, but still like every time I'm just like looking out the window traveling, like, you're just like, these things are crazy. Like how high are these? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, all right. I, I, is it cool if we hop into like a little rapid fire question section? Yeah. And they're yeah, just, we'll you know, it. a little fun questions to get to know you a little bit more. Yeah. Um, if you could buy any type of food right now, what would it be? Oh, um, I'm a big foodie. I like, um, like nice meat on the bone. <laughs> like I, I really want to find like a butcher out in Utah. I haven't found like a guy yet, but I do a lot of cooking and a lot of like triggering. So any like high quality meat is always something. Again, if I have the money to purchase it, it's well worth it. Nice. Um, what color is your toothbrush? Um, it's, it's like black. Uh, I have like one of the electric toothbrushes. So I like picked a black one. <laughs> <laughs> I've always, I've actually had a question about that because I use Quip. So the electric toothbrush too. Oh my, I do too. Okay. <laughs> That's what I use. Yeah. Do you, and you have the black one? 
I was always nervous yeah. with the black one because I would worry. I was worried the toothpaste would like show on it. Or do you have that problem? Yeah, I mean, I just like rinse it off and stuff. But I have, I just like it because you can change the head. So at least like you're for sustainability purposes like you always have like the base of it but um yeah it's been my go-to for I think like over a year now and it's nice and I like the um the toothpaste and the floss and stuff so I keep buying into it yeah I have oh I do the floss too I'm definitely a quip girl that's awesome (laughs) yeah um are you a morning person or a night person um a little bit of both. It kind of depends. Um, I'd say more morning, though. I, I'd rather wake up early and, you know, head out on a pow day down the canyon to try to get some good powder, um, especially during the pandemic. I've been spending a lot of time at home, so my bedtime's gotten shorter and shorter. <laughs> yeah, I think that's uh, fair to say for most of us. Um, do you snore? Um, I don't think so I think I'm like an open mouth breather (laughs) (laughs) all right I get like congested in my nose and then I can't like breathe through my nose so I like breathe through my mouth yeah it's really (laughs) for everyone to know now (laughs) if you were a superhero what would your powers be um I think I'd like to be I think I'd like to like transport you know like transport in time I'm always like I get excited to go to places and travel but like I definitely after after long stays I'm like oh I wish I could just be home you know and like doing the long travel back on airplanes I'm like I wish I can just like snap my fingers and be back so I think like traveling in time like quickly would be nice oh I'm so with you the love going new places hate hate getting there (laughs) Mm-hmm. Um, on that note, window seat or aisle seat? Um, I'm an aisle seat person. I mean, I like to get up a lot and like, I, I don't sleep well on planes. Like, I don't know. So, and when I do, I do get woken up in the aisle, but like, I'd like to like get up and I like to roam around the plane and like kind of stretch out and stuff. So yeah, so I you- guess it depends on like the two person or the three person. You don't want to be locked in there. Well, everyone's, uh, well, yeah, you're trying no, to get out. Then if everyone I feel else bad, is like asking people to get up when I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get that. Ask permission or beg for forgiveness. Um, I guess it depends on the situation at hand. I usually like ask for permission, um, just because I just want to know that, you know, it, my conscious is okay with it (laughs) as I'm doing it. But there have been times where I beg for forgiveness because I'm just like, ah, whatever. If it happens, it happens. Like, we'll see. I'll figure it out later. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, I, I, I wish I was more of a ask permission person personally. (laughs) Your conscious is better than mine. (laughs) Uh, back to some of the skiing. Uh, I just wanted to loosen you up there for a sec, get you to think on your toes. Like, how are you preparing right now for the uh, next races coming up in Colorado? Are you able to train in Park City right now on snow? 
Yeah, um, actually, uh, we do have a 22 foot half pipe here at Woodward at Park City, which is only 10 minutes from my house. So that's been super nice. Um, again, like where I live, I, I can pick and choose which mountains I want to go to. There are like six mountains within an hour of my house. So I'm super fortunate for that. Uh, but lately, it's been some nice weather. So I've been trying to get in some half pipe training, especially leading into the competitions when we found out which I don't even think was like two three weeks ago maybe so kind of quick turnaround but um yeah it's been fun but on the my boyfriend works so I kind of have to ski on the weekends with him as well so I've been enduring the lift lines as well um but been trying to get out in the backcountry too with snowmobile and getting away from the lift lines Nice. Yeah. And you're talking about, um, you know, the, the touring skis from faction. So, um, I'm assuming you're also kind of into touring and some of your free time too. Yeah. Yeah. Right now I'm on the, the agent 3.0s, the one eighties. So they've been, um, actually kind of the first, first ever like traditional ski, you know, not with the, with the twin tips on the back. Um, and they've been super fun carving ski and just like a resort ski. Um, not necessarily in the park, but just going to carve it up. But yeah, they're super lightweight. Um, I actually have the cast touring on on them. So I'm able to kind of put on the pins real fast if I want to go up and then put back the FKSs to ski down, especially if I want to hit anything and feel trusted in the front you know, the toes of my boots. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been riding those all season and they're so much fun. I like can't get away from them. Damn. Yeah. That sounds like a good ski. Really. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat. And I really enjoyed, um, you know, speaking with you and, and learning more about how things are for you right now and, and, and about, you know, your career, which is extraordinary. <laughs> Thanks. No, thanks for getting me out of my comfort zone. I feel feel good now. I'm going to head out and kind of go train some half pipe.